I'm Jay Walker and I'm the Associate Vice-Chancellor for Central Australia in Alice Springs. Now I understand your role is a new one here in Central Australia. Can you maybe talk, talk to us about what your role entails here, please Jay? No problems. So um, the role was, um, the, the new Vice-Chancellor established the role back in March, I believe, um, and the role as the Associate Vice-Chancellor one, it's to um, act as the Vice-Chancellor in the region, but also it's really about engagement. So when we talk about engagement, that's really about um, being connected with the community to understand what the community wants and needs. And it's also about um, ensuring that we have a civic responsibility to the community and we're responsive around that. So that really um, informs our programs, it informs our delivery, it informs our research. But also it's ensuring that the university is a pillar of the community um, and that we open this community up for that, um, this campus up, I should say, not community, for the community. How do you hope to achieve that? How do you want to see this campus be a pillar of the community? Well, first of all, I, I think um, the first step is to listening. So understanding um, what we're doing right, what we could be doing differently. Um, working through the challenges, so also unlocking the operational challenges for staff to have staff and the community around access, around um, achieving outcomes. So that's probably the first step is listening and then I, I guess um, engaging and putting a plan together and sharing that and have other people provide input into what that looks like. So at the moment I'm working um, on the university's regional and remote plan um, because I'm also the director for regional engagement and development for the territory. Um, but then it's about, um, so I'm putting a plan together for that now, but then it's about the implementation. So what are the priorities? Um, we can't um, do everything at once, but it's about understanding the, the immediate priorities and then starting to work through those. So part of this engagement piece is ensuring that um, we work with the community, so we'll have a, um, an engagement committee in each region where the community sits um, on that committee and um, rather than us chair that committee, the community will chair that committee and that will then inform um, what we should be doing and how we should be engaging. And then hopefully um, if we have um, an engaged community and engaged people, that will lead to happiness and that will also um, essentially lead to um, other outcomes measurable and um, some of those aren't really measurable but it's about um, feeling connected. You speak about engagement and like we've kind of established this is a new role that's been around for six to seven months already. What have you been hearing from the community so far in terms of that engagement? You, you talk about you saying you're establishing those regional plans as well, um, but I'd like to get an insight about in your first weeks of the role or the first months of your role about what that engagement has been so far and what people have been saying to you. Well, I might actually go, um, go back earlier than before the role was established. So prior to that, I was the director for regional engagement across um, the territory regions. And, do a lot of engaging. <laughs> and the, the feedback from the community is that we were non-responsive. It's very hard to work with the university. Our programs and delivery offerings were not in line with the, um, with the place and with purpose. So that was prior to the new role. Um, and 
once the role was established and the university said we need autonomy in each of our places and then took a commitment to providing leadership in that place, I think that um, provides a level of hope for our community. And certainly the feedback now when I am engaging with the community or working with the community is um, um, a new sense of excitement that um, the Territory's university is back. We're not just the University of Darwin. Um, I've been meeting with a lot of people recently um, who are telling me um, that it appears we are on the right track. So we've made some significant changes. We've really invested in our staffing resources around the delivery side of the business, so the educational pieces, um, because essentially that training is what um, builds our community. So it's the, the social and economic lever, I guess you could say, to ensuring that we have a sustainable community. I'd also like to touch on pathways and talk about people who are in high school wanting to study here and stay here in the Territory. Um, you might have to guide me on this a little bit because I myself am not a, a long-term resident here, but I would think that people who grow up here as children and go through higher education, once they leave uh, high school, would consider other options outside of the Territory if they want to pursue a certain type of career or go up to the Charles Darwin University campus in, in Darwin. Um, and that, that kind of option of staying here in Alice Springs is, well, there are probably some potential opportunities for them to study here, but it's probably not as wide and varied as those other places. Now, could you maybe talk to me through about those t pathways that you hope to maybe expand opportunities for people to stay here in Alice Springs um, and study uh, a degree that leads to careers to stay and graduate here after a, a bachelor's or undergraduate degree? There's a lot in there and I might just um, unpack that bit by bit and yeah. if I miss anything, please feel free to prompt me. Sure. I guess um, in Central Australia and the regions in particular, um, we really need to have a focus around improving access. So um, often our cohorts of students are often first to university. So you mentioned the word pathways, and that is a real critical and important piece because the, the more um, access to the university and the campus and the place, um, the more likely students are to go to university. So we've really, um, we have a range of programs to try to inc increase that access. So those programs, I guess, we have um, the Children's University, which is at a primary school age where we're really um, working, um, you know, we're making education a fun piece um, where, um, like a university, you graduate. So there's a range of activities that you can um, get and do, and then you, um, we're really installing this sense of education and learning and that it's fun. But also... It sounds fun. Yeah, it, it is great, actually. And we're, we're actually running um, a, a few other programs. So um, we're going to do something with QuestCon soon. Um, but it's um, the other pieces. There's our Aspire program, so um, identifying talent at a young age as well. And then we have the Vet and Schools Pathways. So with those pathways, um, what we are really looking at is, well, what does our community um, look like and what does that need? Um, uh, what do we need? And then what are the educational pieces aligned to that? So if we're looking at... Um, uh, 
what are the projects in the region? What are the jobs that fall out of that? What are then, um, you know, the educational offerings aligned to that? So we look at the higher end, um, well, we look at the degree education piece where you must have a degree qualification. So for example, teaching, nursing, um, engineering and so on. But also what are the trades and other areas related to that and how do we articulate pathways together for that? So with veteran schools, we start from year nine um, where we get these kids um, thinking about their careers early, but also um, as they're going through high school, there are um, uh, exit points for them. So where they can exit at the right time based on them and their, their needs and personalities and so on, but also those that want to pursue higher and degree education, um, they can stay on. And we've got to try to make sure that that is connected it's what the community wants and needs. And um, we also go right up to the PhD level. So I, I believe Central Australia has the highest number of PhDs per capita than anywhere in the country, which says a lot about this place and the importance and power of this place. I'd like to also know how much your role encompasses remote communities and remote areas in Central Australia. Could you maybe guide me, if, if, it, if it does, maybe guide me through some of those aspects of your role? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually responsible for formulating the university's enabling plan around regional and remote. So at the moment, um, we haven't been doing as much remote delivery as we could be. And we need to um, change our internal dialogue and mindset around how do we think about, how do we run an organisation from a profit point of view to how do we have impact and increase our reach. And in communities, um, you know, we need to be providing options for people who don't want to have to come um, into town to have an education and a, a job. So does that involve you having a presence in those communities? Yeah, possible? it does. Yeah. So how we do that right now, we're still working through. But in my mind, I'm really thinking about how do we have campuses um, uh, as hubs? How do we have sites as spokes? And then how do we even in community have um, something that spins off from that? But also there's a range of other things that we're looking at, like the, the mobile adult learning units, where we have um, essentially a large truck that pulls out as a classroom. Um, but that is really, you can do that many ways. So you could engage the community, for example, you could potentially have someone come out and teach music um, or, or arts or something that's going to draw the community in, but at the same time, they might then do a performance to their community. So the community is really getting something culturally rich out of that, but then we can slowly blend in other things like language, literacy and numeracy. Um, and again, it's about providing access. So there's this digital connectivity piece that needs to be solved as well. So there's a range of things we are looking at at the moment, but we, um, you know, our population and where that's going, really that is around, um, it's not just in our urban areas, it's in those remote areas and we need to be ensuring that what we are providing to those areas meets their needs. Jay, thank you very much for talking to us here at Karma. Thank you for having me on as well, appreciate that. Kalamara, thank you. Thank you.